Hello and welcome to another edition of the Coach Mark and Manila podcast. I am Coach Mark and Manila and I'm from ESL, businessenglishexperts.com and initial-impact.com. So anybody who has been listening to my podcast recently will know that this month, November, is the Domestic and Intimate Partner Violence Awareness Month. And I don't just want to talk about that. I also want to talk about any sort of um, domestic or um, situation that is spreading also into the workplace. So Violence is not just within the home, is it? It's also in the workplace, bullying, toxic colleagues, you know, horrible bosses. All of these um, really do cause a lot of grief um, in our day-to-day working lives. If you're in that sort of situation, you should not be a victim of that. But of course, some countries have more protections than others. So we'll be talking about what you can do if you find yourself in that kind of toxic circumstance at work and uh, what are your rights or how do you get out of it or if you can't get out of it just how do you keep your distance from the person who is bullying you so today I'm going to carry on because I'm getting lots of comments now um, with guys contacting me who have been yeah affected by what I've mentioned here so the reason I'm focusing more on men here is simply because we're not speaking out enough about this still um, there's plenty being said about the the situation sadly for women who abuse in relationships but more often than not it's still classed that men do not get abused um, this is a totally outdated notion and it has to stop Personally speaking, I don't like to say men and women abuse more than the other. Um, I say that all humans are capable of abusing another human. I take the gender out of it. But for this particular situation, clearly I'm talking about men because in order to get to that genderless state and that genderless conversation, we have to shed light first on the fact of, hey, look over here, there's another type of human, in this case, a man who is also suffering. Okay, so we have to use those terms men and women to differentiate because there is a disparity in the coverage at the moment. But my ideal would be we get to the place eventually where we just talk about humans humans abusing other humans and hopefully my perfect idea would be we don't have to talk about it anymore because we have reduced and eliminated it so at the moment um it's not the case sadly so let's talk about it now emotional abuse is a form of abuse um often i'm not again using a huge sweeping statement here and this is a nice idiom all right so listen to the idioms in this i'm going to be coaching you with some english language terms and some new vocabs for you as well as the cultural context too so we're going to do a few things in this podcast and hopefully raise awareness but when you think about it emotional abuse happens and it's kind of different because when women um, tend to abuse they don't use violence as much they do and can use violence but in general their preferred weapon is their words or are their words um, perhaps their manipulations coercion and pressure things such as threatening men or crying and and sort of you know attempting to sort of wreck everything and just go crazy this tends to happen more um, men on the other hand tend to if they're going to abuse women use physical force rather than their words or manipulations or coercion okay so it's really important we understand that men and women if you want to talk about the the gender roles here do tend to have different preferred methods if that's the right word to use here however non-binary people are also here as well okay and this is why i say really it's a human thing but if we're talking about um genders okay then this is what we tend to see the problem with this is that the court system is still out of date and looks at if there's abuse it has to be physical 
right? Um, it's very hard for the court to take a look and say about the emotional, the manipulations, the coercion, although the UK has got a law passed, the coercion law um, for 2017, all right? Um, and that really is a new step change, but more needs to be done with that law to make it effective. Um, so it does start to look and address at things like that. But the rest of the world in general is way behind on all of this. And as I say, even the UK, it's a good start, but it needs to be it needs to be improved. OK, because courts are still not taking this seriously. And their idea of anything like um, domestic abuse would be, well, if your partner has tried to stab you or murder you, then fine, we'll look at it. But if not, you can't use or talk about anything else, which is totally wrong. And uh, I'm working with two two charities at the moment to change this. Um, one is Split the Difference in the UK. It's a fantastic men's and boys' rights charity trying to uh, get the balance back between the narrative of what's happening for men and women and, and boys and girls. And then also there is Men Courage PH, which is specifically here in the Philippines but works worldwide to support um, mental health of men and male survivors of any type of intimate partner um abuse um, or workplace abuse as well. Now both of those um, links are down below wherever you're listening to this and um, please bear in mind these are support signposting charities. They are not crisis services. They are not there if you are suicidal. If you are then please reach out to your local equivalent of the Samaritans or any SOS helpline to get that support you need. Okay, um, You really do not deserve to be feeling that bad that you want to end up taking your own life um, but it's really important that we talk about this and you tell somebody what's going on for you even anonymously okay um so what is emotional abuse well male victims of emotional abuse experience partners that yell and scream at them all the time and threaten them trying to induce fear into them um, so there's always a threat there's always some fear that something else is going to happen next and I can totally identify with this one um, insulting and demeaning them telling them that not worth the trouble all right again Yep, I can hold my hand up. Um, I have experienced that myself um, several times, actually, um, with different different relationships in my lifetime. Um, and that is really, really bad um, because it does damage your your sense of self-worth. OK, if you're not worth the trouble, then who wants to be bothered with you? Socially isolating you as well. And many men get socially isolated by their partners. You're not able to go out and pursue your hobbies anymore. If you used to go to the gym, they'll try and stop you from doing that. Um, little by little, this doesn't happen overnight. That's the other thing that many guys are saying to me and um, that they can't be understood because people think, but you're a really confident guy, right? How on earth could you let that happen overnight? It didn't happen overnight. Um, this This is like a what we call a mission creep that's a good word right um it means that you start off in one position with a nice happy kind of dating relationship but little by little over a long course of time this other person starts to erode away at your what you want to do where you want to go how you want to be um, and it becomes everything has to be their way to the point where you literally don't have a life you've become a version of their life right okay um lying or withholding information that is a big one okay um treating them like a child or maybe a servant that's another one that, that happens a lot okay and controlling all the finances so financial control is a big one as well more so than you'd believe actually um many men end up in that situation where they just want to support the woman that they love 
and do everything that they can and then this can cause a big big problem later on because then the woman has all of that financial control and can manipulate the entire situation including threatening um, all sorts of things when the man wants to end the relationship um, yeah it's it's a big big problem um, also um, women do a lot of different things but they can um, if you think about it Men, I think, are more sensitive to emotional abuse than women and can brush off the physical abuse more easily, maybe, okay? Um, I think that's important for us to consider with men and boys and how we deal with different types of abuse. Um, I think there might be some truth in that, to be honest with you. Um, but again, it's down to how you're hardwired, I think, more than, than anything else on your gender. Um, you know, Taking away custody of children is another one. Threatening to kill themselves if you leave them. Right, okay, don't leave me, I'm going to commit suicide. And even worse, kill the children too. And yes, that has been said and does happen, and it's horrific. Um, these are why men, these are the reasons why men stay and put up with this, okay? These guys are not just losers. In fact, I'd say they're the bravest people ever, actually, to stay long-term in situations like that and put up with that type of, of stuff is pretty horrific. In the end, it ends up making you think you're going crazy and can give you mental health problems too. So it is really traumatic and abusing. Um, minimizing the abuse, so blaming the victims of the abuse, that happens too. If it wasn't for you, it's all your fault. I wouldn't be behaving like this if you would just do as I want you to do, that kind of stuff. Um, making you feel guilty about everything, everything that's ever happened to them. Oh my goodness, right? Until the end, you just like, uh, right, okay, I must be the problem, right? I must be the problem. Um, withholding affection, okay, so silent treatment in the home, um, refusing to talk to them, to listen to their needs um, equally. Um, also then, when a man does leave, stalking. Now, stalking is um, basically the, the process either online or offline of persisting to harass somebody, even when they've told you to leave them alone and that you're done, okay? So this happens a lot. And if you listen to these words I'm using here, there's very, um, there's very sort of interesting uses, right? Minimizing the abuse means to reduce it, to say, oh, it's not as bad as all that. You're just making a big fuss over nothing, right? Big boys don't cry, okay? These types of idioms, big boys don't cry. Um, or don't don't cry, don't be such a girl, right? That equally is, is derogatory towards women. Um, crying is not a bad thing, to be honest with you. Um, I know our cultures might look at it differently, but crying is there as a human emotion for a reason, okay? It's to say something is wrong and to get your attention. Crying is also terribly um, healing and cathartic. That's a nice word, releasing, cathartic. Okay, um, gets rid of any pent up emotions that will be better off out than trapped inside of you, you know, making you, you feel worse. So I, I'd like you to think about these words, okay? Um, also, the big question, why do men stay in emotionally abusive relationships for so long or permanently? Okay, now it's really important you actually get out, to be honest. I know you're going to think that's hard. Trust me, it is. Um, but help is available and you can, you can make it out. You deserve to have a life. Um, although, be warned, these people will, will, if they are narcissistic, they will come after you. They will keep coming after you, right? So be prepared for the fight of your life, okay? And you've got to get yourself into a strong place to deal with that. Um, there's many reasons, obviously, guys stay, and, and I can't comment for other guys, but all I do know is this. That it's, it's basically that emotional abuse takes a toll on your sense of self-worth. In the end, the person has you believe that, well, you're useless, you know, you'll never make it anywhere on your own. Nobody would want to employ you now. Nobody would want to be with you now, would they? I mean, look, 
right okay and if you go look what you're going to do look at all the damage you're going to cause and if there's children what about the children what are you going to do so there's there's all of this emotional abuse this manipulation that has happened often we find that partners um even um force the children um into the situation which is really really bad okay exceptionally bad and using the children as some sort of like um piece i don't know like a, a chess piece we would say um and really, guys stay because of the threats made, the financial threats, the, the kind of sense of guilt over the children, if there are any, and also this dependence on the abuser. So if the abuser in this case has managed to get the guy into a state of real bad psychological circumstances, then they are then vulnerable. They are vulnerable because they now have a mental health issue as well on top, and they are reliant on the abuser for continuing support. So this is the problem. And trying to speak out about that, certainly in the UK, just impossible, really impossible. Believe it or not, you'd think the UK was progressive, but it's not. Not when it comes to that. And mental health services seriously lacking in the UK. Um, so it's it's worthwhile knowing that there is a very clear pattern that happens and it doesn't happen overnight, as we've said. If it happened overnight, then straight away be like, right, I'm out of here, right? Okay, I'm out of here. But if it doesn't happen overnight and it slowly, little by little, creeps up, okay, you can see where you're coming from. It's like, I'll give you a great analogy. If somebody said to you today, right, can you lend me 5,000 US dollars? You'd be like, on your bike, I don't know you. Get out of here, right? But if somebody came up to you and said, could you lend me, I don't know, say 50 cents or a dollar, you might be more inclined to think, yeah, that's all right, I can do that, okay? And then if they come back to you the following day and say, could you lend, you know, 50 cents to a dollar, a dollar 50, okay, you still might do that. And then the following week, you might, okay, can I can I lend, a, you know, $2, $5? You see what I'm saying? Slowly, little by little, it creeps up. And you think, well, I did it before, why not, right? Okay, and this is what happens. And before you know, it's a slippery slope. Um, so look, I just want you to listen to those words there. The slippery slope, that's a good one to end on. Um, it means that you're on a downward spiral. That's another idiom. It means it can only get worse. Once one thing happens, it tends to generally lead to another, and it's not usually good. You've got to be able to get out of that situation and get enough distance to see it. Um, and that can be hard to do if you are then controlled and financially dependent on the other person. Um, and if your mental health is really suffering, that can be a challenge. But it is not, it's not totally impossible, right? The help is available. Um, I hope this has given you a little bit more awareness as to uh, the types of abuse that we see happening between men and women. Um, I think it's important, as I say, to raise awareness of this. So if you know of anybody who is a guy who is struggling with these issues, or perhaps you think they might, or you are, please do get help or spread the word by giving them this link. And remember, nobody deserves to live in that type of situation. Um, you know, relationships may come and go. When they fall apart, it's very sad for all parties involved. But nothing justifies abusing somebody, even if they have decided to call it a day and say enough is enough. Um, you have to respect the other partner enough as much as you're hurting um, and as I commented on another podcast here um, really if a man was doing this okay we would say it's terrible he's stalking he's harassing a woman but if a woman does it we say oh she's heartbroken she's just feeling her emotions we've got to stop doing that people there is no justification yes I'm not I'm not saying people don't feel their emotions maybe women do feel their emotions slightly more than men I'm sure there is definite truth in that okay um, however that does not justify 
the behavior okay um, nobody can make you do these things you yourself have to decide to do it or not to do it and equally the same applies for people in these situations you can actually do something to remove yourself from it but I'm not saying it's easy I am absolutely not I totally validate that it is really hard to leave these situations particularly if you're dealing with someone who is rather toxic okay and um, so look I am with you in spirit um, and if you are struggling with this today, please know you're not alone, okay? It happens to many guys, more than you'd actually be aware of. I hope by speaking out a little bit now, um, I'm trying to add my voice to that. I believe that any guy who's been in this situation, there is a time and a place when perhaps you will feel strong enough to say, that happened to me too, um, and that, you know, men, you are not alone, okay? You are not alone at all. Stay safe, everybody, and stay strong. See you soon. Hello everybody, and sorry to interrupt, but I just wanted to mention a few things that can help you, alright? So I want to help as many of you as possible. You can get a free 30-minute check of your English level, your OET, IELTS, or any other things that you're trying to achieve here with me. If you're trying to pass your interviews, maybe you're attempting to get a job overseas, you would like to know how you're sounding and what a native speaker really would say about your responses in an interview or an IELTS or OET test, for example. Um, check out that at eslbusinessenglishexperts.com. If you're looking more for career and immigration coaching and would like to discuss your plans, then you can hit me up over at initial-impact.com. But both of those sites, the links take you to the same end result, which is a booking page for 30 minutes free of charge to book your session, time and date you pick on Zoom. Also, if you're doing IELTS and OET and you would like help with your written or speaking tasks too, and you don't or can't have time to book a session with me in person on a live call, which again, I can do. You can get live one-to-one -one coaching on Zoom anytime you like. But if it's hard for you, then take advantage of my IELTS and OET written and spoken task service, which means that you buy credits, 10 credits, 10 tasks, and you can submit your spoken audio files to me for critique and review, and then I will respond within 36 hours with a full review of your transcript and to tell you where you sounded good, where it fell down, and the corrections, okay? And um, for your written IELTS and OET, again, you can select all the tasks on my booking site, which the links are all uh, all available. If you just go to eslbusinessenglishexperts.com, you can find all of these services there and follow the links. And what you'll be able to do is get a response from me within 36 hours with correction of your written task. And then you get a chance to do it again with the corrections I've suggested. And I will also expand and give some other native phrases you might like to consider. So you're going to find out how to make yourself sound better, to hit the magical number um, that you need to get for word count, pass and get the higher grade, and also how to expand your sentences and create essays because many students are struggling to know even how to, to create an academic layout of an essay. Um, you're going to fall down there too. When it comes to OET, it's slightly different, but the same process applies. When we look at how you structure those referral letters and how you uh, write the client and the patient notes, okay? So it's very specific depending on whether it's OET or IELTS. Um, I do it all. Me and my team, we are here to help you, okay? So don't hesitate to reach out. And of course, please, 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 if you'd like to purchase any books, then you can get that from the bookstore links. Again, you'll find those all on the site. So good luck, everybody, and hope to help you soon.